Now entering Nerdist.com. Foie gras, pulled pork, bok choy, squid ink, dining with Doug and Karen. Hey everybody, I'm Doug Benson. Hi. That quiet area that right there was where Karen Anderson was supposed to say hello. This is Dining with Doug and Karen, episode 14. We are going to eat! I always yell that and Karen always jumps. <laughs> but not this time, because Karen isn't, uh, isn't with us. She, Katie Money is here, of course. Hi. There she is. And uh, both of us thought we had been very clear about this taping today to Karen Anderson. And about 20 minutes after the time when we were supposed to start, I decided to call her and she answered the phone. Sounded like she was in a great mood, having fun with her son, Spencer, going to the supermarket. And uh, she just did not know about it somehow. But Katie and I both think we told her. Right, Katie? Mm-hmm. All right. You're going to have to be louder if you're, yeah. not, if you're not on a microphone. And uh, I mean, because we have plenty of microphones if you want to come over. Um. But anyway, she's on her way. She's on her way. So normally at this point I say joining us for chatting and chewing. I guess this part can just be regular. I don't know why I said normally. Uh, joining us for chatting and chewing is, I wrote this down, my favorite, Sarah, really? Sarah Silverman. Oh, Doug. You're my favorite. Um, thanks for being here. Sorry about Karen. Uh, me too. But might she come? Yeah, she's on her way. It's going to be one of these exciting. I've had this happen like four times on, on Douglas movies where there's just a lot of suspense about whether a guest would make it uh, in time. Mm-hmm. Jeff Garland once walked in right when the end and music started to play. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, I'm still in traffic. That's not a good Jeff Garland at all. It's terrible. But I was trying. You know what I mean? I was trying to get that. That's the voice he does when he's doing That's that one other of his voice. Silly yeah. voices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, you can't. I I can't call him up on the phone without going. Th- you have to go through a silly character first to get to, get to Jeff. <laughs> um. So, because he's got some uh, comedy festival he wants me to go do in yeah. Michigan in February. Have you done it? No, but I'm dying to do it. Do it this time. Um, I think I'm in England. Um, I have to go to England. That's a good excuse Blech. for pretty much anything you don't want to do. Just kidding. I think England. I'm in England. I love England, but that's not a good time to go. <sighs> You're going to freeze. Wear your special gloves with the fingers cut out so you can text people about how cold it is. Yeah, no, I'm just going to bring so much, so many comfortable clothes and layers. Yeah, I just have this big puffy jacket that I bring out on occasion and that's that's one of them going to London in the winter time. It's brutal. Gets in your bones. Look forward to it. <laughs> I know. There's something about it's San Francisco too, which I also love, but it's like it just gets your it really you get that's cold why to your bones. Such, that's why there's such fun places to be, London and San Francisco, because you have to put up with a lot to, you know, yeah. be there. It's fucking cold. You make it so hard to love you, but I do. New Year's Eve, I'm going to be in San Francisco. This plug was going to come later, but might as well get it in right now. I'll be at the uh, Knob Hill Masonic Temple in San Francisco with Amy Schumer, Anthony Jeselnik, R.J. Barker, and and more. Oh my God, that's going to be fun. That's a fun lineup. Some of those some of those people have had sex with one another. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's neat. 
Uh, <laughs> what are you doing for New Year's? I'm going to be in Hawaii with my boyfriend. Beautiful. That's perfect. And you don't get to see him much lately because you're... I know. You're on separate coasts. Yep. He's bunk bedding it with Tig Notaro. That story has been told on uh, on many a podcast, I think. <laughs> I, think. <laughs> I think that's come up quite a bit. I bet. What are you doing for New Year's, Katie? I don't know yet. You're from the Bay Area. Are you going to be up there? Uh, I don't you're know. You're going to hit me up for a ticket to the show? All right, you know you're you know you're good for it. Um, our friend Josh Molina, mm-hmm. I played in a celebrity poker tournament online today, and he and I were at the same table for a while. Really? But he went on to uh, to win the whole thing. Oh my god! Yeah, I didn't won. know that. Yeah, it's for charity. It's uh, HollywoodPoker.com. They're going to do another one. They do it like so far, like once a month. And uh, I lasted pretty long. I made it to the like the second round or whatever. But. Uh, yeah, go to HollywoodPoker.com if you want to play poker with celebrities. And um, How do you know that you are? Because they have our faces. Oh. So it's, it's got like my, head, my headshot. You're in place. Uh-uh. No, I'm just at home on my computer playing with a bunch of other people that are at home at their computers. Oh, but it's just a headshot? Yeah. I mean, I could put your headshot online. You could, but then they'd be playing be with you. Sarah Silverman. So that'd be pretty exciting if if it was actually someone more famous than me was pretending to be me in a celebrity poker game. No, it's the real people. I know Josh Molina. I know Sam Levine. I know Kevin Pollack. Like, all the guys He's I know. He's such a name dropper. James Woods. I'm talking about the poker players. You know who they are. Yeah. Like, if you look on there, you go, yeah, all those guys would, and would play in play a poker together. tournament. You can play all in the same table? Against each other. That's how celebrity poker tournaments work, is the non-celebs get to sit with celebrities. And in my case, I get excited, because I get to sit with people that are much more famous than me. Like, I got to play with Jason Alexander once. I knocked Charles Barkley out of a hand on uh, on CNN, no no less. Oh wow! Yeah, that was cool. Um, <laughs> but uh, enough about me. Where do you, you? This is dining with Doug and Karen. Where do you stand on food? What do you mean? At a winery, grapes. No, oh my seriously. God. <laughs> I, I do that joke to every guest. Where do you, where like? <laughs> you're officially a vegan person. No, I'm a vegetarian. Vegetarian. Okay, so that means you like cheese? I eat, I don't eat meat, I don't eat chicken, I've never tried fish, <laughs> um, because that's I a, have a nose. That's a reasonable move. And, um, but I eat cheese and I eat eggs and milk, anything that comes out of like a an animal vagina or boobs, but, um. You're lacto, but not ovo. Oh. Is that it? Ovo? Ovo. <laughs> um, I don't know what it's called. All right. Well, we got this. We went. I'm an herbivore. I should have told. Uh, I, I wish I had thought it through and told our chef today that, that cheese is okay because, I, you know, the chefs are always bringing us amazing cheese. But. Oh, no. I that, love cheese. But that being said. It's not good That being for said, you. our chef today is amazing. And so uh, it'll be cool to for me to sit here and eat a bunch of stuff that's absolutely vegan because I. I would never do that except in this in this situation. Right. So that's what we're going to have today is a, a vegan meal. And my question, my next question to you is, are you going to wreck it and Ralph? Nice one. <laughs> Play on words. Wreck it it's and, fun. and then Ralph. And then Ralph. <laughs> wreck it. Ralph it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe at some point, though. Uh. You could respond to one of the foods with uh, 
a voice of your character from from Wreck It Ralph. What what she would I don't think of do it. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're going to be on the actor's studio having to do her voice. <laughs> and then there was Wreck It Ralph. I've got a question for Vanellope. What? <laughs> 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 Yeah, you could do that. No. Plus, you're funny. Like that's what's cool. Like when those, like when Dan Castellaneta answers questions as Homer, he's such a funny guy and great improviser to begin with that he can just sit there and say funny things as Homer. I got in trouble for because I put I Did used that voice swear? on Conan. I <laughs> there's a talking doll of me, and then I went and I recorded the things she actually says that you know, and then other things for on Conan. And uh, yeah, they were, they. It's weird because it was the time when I took the picture of his mouth and made it a vagina, like used it on my iPhone, uh-huh. and they weren't mad about that. It was, th- but you can't fuck with like their, uh, you know, Disney characters. Interesting. I, I think I said like, I have oral herpes, you know, or something. Wait, now, but you're doing it again on something that people are going to hear. Oh, no one's listening. Not to as this. many as. A lot less, but but still, I think I forgot to say that we're coming to you from the Louis De Palma suite at Meltdown Comics in Tinseltown on a Saturday, December twenty oh, second, so twenty and a dozen. Right? This is Louis De Palma's office. Uh, <laughs> you just open that window and, and yell at Tony Banta. What did he, call, uh, he always what did he, he always had terrible names for everybody. Ignatowski? Iggy. Iggy? Um, 20 and a Dozen is the year we're in. Henry Phillips' dad was in a good taxi episode. Have you seen all the taxis? What's Henry Phillips' dad's name? Oh, his name is... Uh, um, I've never known this. That Bill... His dad was in stuff. Oh, you're going to love this. What's well, his I name? Can't, I can't. I'm having a, a brain. Is problem. that something you can look up on the internet, Katie? What is it? Bill. What? what uh, What's wrong with me? I know him. Henry Phillips' father's name. <laughs> Google that. Anyway. Or Bing it if Jonah Ray is anywhere. Around. He was uh, going to be coach. He was like Bill Wiley. Ta- Bill Wiley. Bill Wiley. Yeah. Okay, yeah. now IMDb him and tell me some of the he things was he was in. testing to play coach on Cheers. It was between him and the guy who played coach on Cheers. Right, right. And he pulled out and didn't test because that was just a pilot and he got a solid job being um, the bad guy in Porky's too. Oh, no. But they loved him and they brought him on. He played the, uh, like, Tour bus tour driver that would make us stop been on at cheers, cheers the whole run because he's still alive, right? Well, the right. Would died. we have ever have known Woody Harrelson? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Good, bad I, thing. I love, I, I I love, love Woody Harrelson. I think Are you he's kidding? a great actor. Yeah, I really do. Sure, he would have become famous anyway, but it's interesting. You know who's tearing it up lately for me that I always kind of thought was a joke? Twenty cues. <laughs> we don't have time for that. Twenty cues, <laughs> and if I don't, all right, five cues. We gotta get the chef in here. All, all right, right, go ahead. Okay, so um, it's an actor that you're has been around, but you're way into lately. Impressed. Um, is he over 40? Maybe. I think so. Is he white? Mm-hmm. 
Dramas? Some. Mostly known for movies? Versatility is why I'm impressed. Yeah, mostly movies. Ooh, to be continued. You only got one more question. All right. I want to know who's tearing it up for him lately. It's five questions. He's white. He's probably around 40 or over 40. He's versatile, known for movies. I have one more question left to guess it. What do you got? Could ask about... Relationship like, status? Maybe, or recent. Has he been What's with... What's he done recently? Or Does he have a movie that's out now? Mm. Uh, no? Might it be nominated? Kind Was of it nominated for a Golden release Globe? Release schedules are so confusing with all these kind of more... Oh, something more that's coming independent. out. He's something in, that's coming out. He's in some independent films that are harder to nail down... Like what stage of their release they're in? I don't know. Fastbender. Matthew McConaughey. What? Fastbender. Everybody's always loved. Oh, I don't know. I don't even. I only know his name. But uh, but McConaughey. Yeah, I th- he's been really good lately. Did you see Everything Lincoln a- Lawyer? Uh, yeah, and uh, he's really good in Bernie. He's really good oh in Killer Joe. He's Bernie. really good in Magic Mike, even though I don't care for how he behaves in that yeah. movie. He's gross, <laughs> he's, he, but he's he commits to being really gross. And uh, yeah, I mean, remember him from whatever Days and Confused. Days and Confused. Yeah, yeah. He's incredible. He's All very right. funny in that, but then he I just sort it. of became like just kind of he just got kind of lost being in terrible comedies and bland dramas. And lately, he's really doing interesting stuff. and And he lost all that weight for a movie about a guy who dies Ooh, of yeah, AIDS. That looks incredible. And it looks insane how he, he yeah, looks he terrible. Completely looks like he has yeah, AIDS. He's very committed to looking like he has AIDS. So, Let's Karen, Karen, who is our chef today, Karen? Oh, Karen's not here to tell us, but I know already. And uh, it was an easy one for me to remember because Andy Windak is back. Woo! Wind again. attack. Again. Again. This again. is time number three? Yes. You and Becky Reams, neck and neck. I know. I Maybe think someday we'll have a, a cook-off with her. I, oh, I, you know, I actually had that idea and then kind of dismissed it because I felt like, you know, it's you guys are so great. Why, you know, why would you want to... Compete, especially because when people are in front of us, a challenge, they bring out their best game, right? Yeah, that's my theory. That's why uh, I was discussing with Sarah. She's not really vegan. She'll eat like eggs and cheese, but I think it's cool that what you've prepared is is all vegan because it's good for me to try stuff that's that's yeah. Well, this was a challenge for myself too. I've never been a vegan, but I was a vegetarian for a good three years and. There was a point in the middle of that vegetarianism where I was like, I'm going to go vegan. I'm going to do it. And then a friend dragged me to a uh, Silver Lake cheese shop followed by some fondue restaurant in Eagle Rock. <laughs> and I was like, well, it's all over. It's not happening. And then it was a downhill slide from there. Um, but well, Maybe I, next time we can do like an all fondue episode or something. Um, yeah, Maybe, maybe the be- Andy Windack. Becky Reams fondue challenge. Who can make the best fondue? <laughs> and that's the we we just each just make one fondue or maybe one cheese. Yeah, because we don't want to. You know, I mean, I'm going to eat too much anyway, so yeah. might as well. It doesn't need to be a million different fondues. <laughs> <laughs> fondues and don'ts. Oh, um, good episode. Title. That sounds 
we don't really have titles for the episodes. We just say Sarah Silverman and Andy Windak. Maybe but it's good to have now. you back. Yeah. Uh, Wind Attack on Twitter. Yes. I remembered that. Getting good at this. <laughs> Sarah K. Silverman on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just tweeted that, and I was like, really? There's a K in there? Mm-hmm. No. Did someone Somebody take... add Sarah Silverman. Isn't there a way you can pay Twitter to go kick that person's ass and take <laughs> it back? Although I know mm-hmm. TJ Miller... Uses the not TJ not Miller TJ because Miller. some like school teacher in Virginia or something took right. And he went with not TJ Miller because you know he, he can never not do the most confusing thing. Yeah, like I have, <laughs> I have I have had some of the most confusing text exchange with him. His outgoing <laughs> message on his phone is sorry, Staples is closed. <laughs> try try again tomorrow. Oh, I thought also and it's the real message from a Staples store. <laughs> and I'm like, don't you worry that something important is going to get lost because they just hang up as soon as they hear they, they call Staples? But isn't that what all celebrities have care. to do? Do they have to put like a, I just, when I called TJ and got that voicemail, I thought like, oh, this must be what all celebrities do so that, no, you know, it's him fans being don't crazy. It's him just, he thinks it's funny. He also thinks it's <laughs> funny that a Staples is closed. <laughs> For some reason, because they say something about uh, you know staples where we're always ready or something. I don't know. I don't know. That why was he easy. Loves it. That it was wasn't. the easy button. Something about the easy button. Anyway, um, <laughs> enough about T.J. Miller. He comes up on not enough every about episode. Miller. Somebody said, "When are you going to have T.J. Miller and Pete Holmes on Dining with Doug and Karen wait, at wait. the same time?" That's perfect for that would be the insane. Andy Becky episode because to have both of them have more judges for the. Uh, I mean, we're going to need to get more microphones, but yeah, it'll be hard to make it happen. I mean, it's hard enough to get Karen to show up, uh, <laughs> so that's a lot of guests for one Dining with Doug and Karen. But or maybe I, she just won't show again. But I'm not again it. Um, so Karen's going to show up any minute now with, uh, her son, uh, Spencer Rodrigo wasn't with her when I called. Um, but in the meantime, let's go ahead. Let's get started. All right. I will. Sarah's hungry. I'm hungry. So hungry. Very hungry. So we'll have him go run and grab something. I always like plug things during these parts. Uh, I'm going to be at the Irvine Improv with Jonah Ray on December 26th and the Irvine Improv with Graham Elwood on December 27th. It's in Irvine, California. And I say, you know, it's fun to go to a comedy show when, you know, because it, it, uh, I call it the, the taint show because it taint Christmas and it taint New Year's. <laughs> it's just taint. Um, <laughs> and, uh, so far the Graham Elwood show is selling more tickets than the Jonah Ray show. I always, li- I like to try to make everything a competition. Could you believe, uh, did you stay long enough to see Graham Elwood win the, yeah. the whole thing? Because yes. most of the guests were gone. I was there. I watched it between him and Ricky. Yeah. And I was so <laughs> bummed when I looked down and saw Lethal Weapon because I was just like, because I don't try to plan anything in terms of like who I think the guests are going to be. Right. And <laughs> and I just looked down at it and was like, oh, well, there's no way. This is Graham's to lose now. And it's I was, I was fun, hoping though. she would have a weird knowledge about Lethal Weapon, but but she didn't. And then, uh, but it's good to see Graham win because he's a gracious winner, and it's just <laughs> <laughs> you root for him. <laughs> no, it's, it, next year is going to be really fun because there's, there's going to be two things I'm going to do. I'm going to bring everybody out at the beginning, get everybody out there, and then when it's your turn to play the first time, you say who you're playing for, what your plug is, and we chat for a second, and then we we go and. Kind of like they do on Family Feud, where he talks yeah. to them before they give their first answer. That's good. And then that way, uh, you know, just gets everybody out there and involved and, you know, people don't have to wait. And it also hopefully won't take 90 minutes to introduce everybody. 
But um, I'm going to do that, and I'm also going to tell everybody that I'm going to have some sort of special prize if you're the person that knocks Graham out so that there's extra heat That's on making great. him lose. Because if he wins three years in a row, I mean, he's going to be insufferable awesome, for winning twice. But three years in a row, he'll be just impossible to be around. But boy, when I said that the movie was emotionally exhausted and you guessed, is it Graham Elwood? That was so good. Is the movie Graham Elwood? That was a classic moment. That's so fun. You haven't heard it yet, have you, Katie? You don't have that kind of time. Are you going to listen to all two hours and 45 minutes of it? Someday? The the 12 Guests of Christmas? Maybe. Our sister sister podcast? Why didn't you come? I had Pete's podcast. Pete's fault. Not good. Well, but you kept him away from mine, so that worked out good. <laughs> people are like, "Why weren't Jeff Garland and T.J. Miller and Pete Holmes on the fifteen guests of Christmas?" <laughs> I was like, "You kidding me? Really? It was, it was tough enough. Oh, they would have been horrible if they'd have been there." <laughs> I mean, the thing is, there's only three microphones, so they so they would be a lot of it would be off mic. They'd just be sitting there screaming stuff without without anybody being able to hear it. <gasps> Here he comes. Oh, see what I'm saying, Sarah? Hell yeah. <laughs> Andy is always full of amazing surprises. Starting with this is a beverage and a moose boost combo. And, what? And I love it already. This isn't alcohol, is it? No, no alcohol, because that's the other thing that we didn't warn you about with Sarah she doesn't drink but for a vegan menu I decided to go a little bit healthful and it's quotes. early I don't I yeah. don't drink until 4 so if we're still going at 4 I'll bust out some vodka oh yeah, my god you can I don't whatever. want the home audience to hear me chewing that's like my well that's the nightmare. thing is, you, yeah it, the, the <laughs> thing is is that the listeners most of them don't seem to mind it because it is a show about eating Ugh, food I, I, but, oh my but, god but we also make an effort to turn away from the mic and, yeah. and not okay we don't openly chew into the microphones can so you, yeah, yeah and well Andy can describe it while you take so, your first bite this is my take on hipster nachos and hipster nachos being hummus and pita because what does every hipster party have? Hummus and pita. Mm-hmm. And, of course, hummus and pita is one of my favorite foods. So what we have is instead of pita or pita chips, I have injera chips. And injera bread is Ethiopian flatbread. It's a sourdough teft flour-based bread. So I took pieces of injera, cut them into triangles, and deep-fried them. Um, in canola oil this time, not bacon fat, like we might be accustomed to with Doug. Um, and then the hummus is a smoked hummus. So I smoked a portion of the chickpeas with Adler wood. And then there's uh, oil-braised garlic, uh, you know, your typical tahini lemon juice kind of thing. And then on top is a uh, grilled vegetable and beluga lentil tapenade to kind of pull it together. You're a genius. <laughs> this is so fucking good. Thank you. When was the last time you cooked something for TJ? Like, how often, um, does, how often does he employ you as a personal chef? Uh... It would be nice if it was more often, but we did a pretty fun party um, for yeah. his Comedy Central mashup show. Mm. And um, my proudest moment for that menu was so everything was a mashup, and the final mashup I wanted to do was cake and ice cream. So I made this beautiful multi tiered layer cake. It was basically a wedding cake, and it was basically um, a Mexican chocolate banana cake with spiced mm. chocolate ganache and a bourbon whipped cream on the outside. Um, and then I gave TJ a potato masher, a giant restaurant potato masher, like this huge thing. And 
basically said, TJ, at the end of the party, I want you to make a big speech and then mash the cake in front of everyone. So he did it. And <laughs> it was a little bit disheartening almost because it had been sitting at room temperature for so long that it went from beautiful layer cake to a pile of mush in about half a second. And then he continued to mash it onto the table for a good 30 seconds. Um, but then we scooped up the cake and scooped up the ice cream. And it was pretty brilliant because there were people like going back and eating more cake off the table. And then um, later TJ's girlfriend took the potato masher and raked all the cake off the table into a bowl. And was like, Wait, they raped the cake? <laughs> they raked it off the table. Oh, oh good, good. Because <laughs> I'm against <laughs> food rape. All forms of... So, Sarah, you already eaten all your chips. Oh, my God, you, you barely ate at all. I'm trying to you know, stay in the game and not chew in the mic. But also, it was perfect the way you did it. Oh, um, but what are we? what's the beverage that you so brought, the beverage brought along with simple. it? It's just an iced minted green tea. So it's fresh mint and um, green tea. And then I put cucumber, agave, and lemon slices in there. So something simple and refreshing. That See, I love this because if this was on a menu, I would never order it. Because I like just ordered the water. beverage I already know I like. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, and it's also, yeah, it's just like spa water. But this is uh, this is tastier than spa water. Yeah. Because of the tea aspect of it, I, I suppose. Yeah. So I guess, I mean, spa water wouldn't have caffeine, but I guess there is a small amount of caffeine in this. But well, that's it's good. so good. It's so refreshing. Sarah's got three shows today, so she's uh, she can handle some caffeine. Is this some number caffeine. two or one? One. Uh-huh. This is one of three. After this, we're going to tape a uh, Benson Interruption that will be available uh, soon in the comedy album section of iTunes. And then after that, I mean, this is going to come out later today or tomorrow, So, and, and it's probably sold out anyway, but she's going to be on the uh, Tenacious D performance tonight at Largo oh, here, yeah, here in Los for, Angeles. It's for, um, it's for some charity? Yeah. Pavlov. Well, I've started Pablo. a charity, Pablo? and it's called... Pablov? Yeah, Pablov. It's uh, for um, child, kids with kids cancer. Kids with cancer. Yeah. Oh, that's a good charity. I know the guy, or my friend used to work with the guy that founded it. Mm. They're great. We've done a couple things at Largo. Melina got me in. He just works with them, I think, too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Josh Molina, the poker champion. So good. That is so good. Is there oh more? Is there God. more of that? Um, yeah, because I mean, Karen, Karen didn't get her portion, <laughs> yeah, so we can all. <laughs> why not? Right? Okay, I'll be right it's back. All, but, um, but bring some more back because because when she does get here, we'll want her to have some. Has she right. texted yeah. you at all or no. anything? Like she never responded. She's the slowest driver. I mean, I guess she's got a child. Well, I'll bring in the, car. the rest of the injera chips, which there aren't a ton of. But you can leave like one for her and be like, "Look, we left you one chip." Yeah, I still got some. A uh, reason I need some more chips is I still got hummus left over. I didn't. I didn't, Eat it with put, a fork. I didn't put as much on as. Uh, no, Sarah just went it with a fork, which she totally can do. Yeah, no, that's but you're smart. like, no, I want more chips. No, but I, I do want to. Oh, oh, oh! You did that when you were done. You just ate it without the chips. The, yeah, the rest of it. What's wrong with you? Because <laughs> it's like a dip. Like who just sits around eating dip off with a fork? There's nothing wrong with eating the rest of the or guacamole. Hummus. I've never eaten like I never eat scoops full of hummus without. That, okay, yeah, that's but this is more than hummus. This is almost like a salad. It is delicious. You're yeah, right, you're right. But guacamole? Would you eat guacamole with a spoon? Because I would. No, I'm not. Yeah. But I'm not a guacamole person at all. So. Oh, that's sad. I know, right? <laughs> it's weird when you don't like something that like, like you must feel very uh, out of, out of it all the time. Whenever people want to get sushi, because all your yeah, hipster I don't, comedy I, friends all love it. I bet. 
Everyone loves sushi. I've never tried it, but I I don't like um I've had the vegetarian ones, but I don't like the taste of um seaweed. I don't like mm. the taste of even vegetarian things from the sea. Just I don't know why. I just well, you don't. could eat a piece of fish like a sashimi style without without it being I don't eat with seaweed. I don't eat fish. I know, but it it's good though. You it's, fucking it's idiot. It's surprisingly good. <laughs> I have always hated fish, but for some reason I love sushi. Yeah, most people do. I just I just don't um it's interesting that you don't like the seaweed, but there's a um, vegan Japanese place downtown. Inaka? Oh. The, um, it's in Little Tokyo in the little um, in the mall there. I yeah. forget what it's called. Um, why is it going to bother me that I don't know? But they do vegetarian, like it's vegan sushi. Um, and it's like they make a mock t- tuna roll, but it's tofu. But it's kind of weird. Ooh. and But it's kind of my thing that... When making vegan food, like I don't like the approach that you're trying to mimic meat necessarily, right. and I'm definitely against like mock meat products because you don't know what's in them and they're made from soy protein isolates, which aren't natural. Um, so my approach with vegan cooking is definitely like a natural whole foods approach. Yeah, um, it's so much better for you. I love, like, I do love like uh, some fake meat sometimes, like that sate. Seitan. seitan is a little bit different because you I like can, the texture of it. Yeah, and I think um, the best seitan in Los Angeles would be at um, M Cafe de Shaya on Melrose. Yeah, but uh, they deep fry it. Yeah, okay, with the cutlet, but they have the barbecue one where they thin slice it and then. Oh, they have that in Native Foods too. But yeah, there's sometimes you just feel like it doesn't taste healthy. It just it's just not meat. It's not necessarily healthy. Yeah, it is not necessarily better for you. Or I mean, there's a big argument too. Both sides, I'm sure. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it just it depends on what you want. If you, I mean, I do love like a vegan meatball sub they have at um, the place near UCB on the corner. It's like a gourmet. Oh, the Oaks. The Oaks, yeah. So good, but it's not. It's not like eating kale. I mean, it's different. <laughs> it's not super good. Do you like you. kale? Yeah, I do. I love it. Okay. I think it's. Uh, I, I'm okay <laughs> with it. kale, but I had to. It took a while for me to get used to it. Like it was a quiet and a quiet. Oh, I get like market. a pint of the kale from M Cafe, mm-hmm. and also from Food Lab. I haven't had the Food Lab kale, but I bet it's, it's good. good. I do like Food Lab. Yeah, I do kale. Because it just feels like Europe or something. I get the vegan salad, and it completely fills me up. It's so weird. Mm. <laughs> it's not a huge salad. Um, well, it just doesn't have any cheese or anything out. It's got edamame, doesn't it? I'm embarrassed because I'm eating cucumber. Oh, okay. It's so crunchy. It is a I crunch- think cucumber is a satisfying, satisfying crunch noise. It Unlike, does. Like, yeah, it's a, well, that wouldn't bother people. Too much. Oh, there she is. Oh, my God. Well, so get her some, I'm gonna get both her some of us chips. some chips. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 you did? You know why? Because he doesn't... He uh, no. Yeah, you did, right? We you had one Because I'm a bad Hi, influence. Hi, friend. Karen Anderson. Hi. Hi. <laughs> what? People have explained to me, friends of mine, that have said, Doug's trying to get you to say your Twitter name. Yeah. That's what, yeah. <laughs> like I'm an idiot. I know that. Oh, okay. You're just you're just having fun by not do, not saying it. Um, not Spencer saying did not want to come Anderson. because Hi. he said Sarah is too uh, big of a star. What? He gets nervous. 
Oh my That's God, I wish amazing. you brought him. Yeah. <laughs> I know, so I really wanted him to come because I know that he would love you. Oh and- my God, it would make me feel so good about myself. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. It smells good in here. Oh, look uh, at this. We had this. He made like a mm. he made a, he made he's his own hummus. He's Hi, bringing Katie. you up one. We're only we're only one course in and this is it. He, and we, the best is these chips. They're not pita chips. They're they're not nacho Hi, chips. They're not Hi, pita Thank chips. You. They're made from this Ethiopian bread that is usually like soggy almost. Yeah, spongy. Toasted it. Spongy. Yeah. So the other theory spongy. about the injera chips is because it's oh, crispy. It's crispy because it's a chip, oh, but also, and it's it's probably not the healthiest thing because it's spongy. It soaks up a lot of the oil. Right. Um, but that in that way, I kind of think of it as bread bacon because it's a flesh that is saturated with fat, but it's also crispy. So that was kind of this like wink at bacon for the vegan meal. Yeah. Yes, kind of, that's so. I love this. Isn't he so clever. Bacon. Yeah, he's Everything he does. He's. I think everything has really a thought in so it. What am I missing? It's hummus, maybe? It's he smoked hummus. two weeks yeah. ago that he was prepping this this meal. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday was a big game day for uh, for actual prep. Um, but yeah, it, it's always a process. And it, it continues to evolve as you sort of like uh, test and uh, develop and think about things. Um, so He's like 12. I know. You know what I love? I love people who love what they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like you see he's just fascinated That's, by mm-hmm. what he does. He loves it. It's his passion. And it's just so, so good. I yeah. love it. And so. he's adorable. And you got oh, a new haircut. Oh, and he doesn't know how to take this in. Look at him. It's so <laughs> cute. You always wanted to do this, right? Ever since forever? Um, I don't know. I was a pretty picky eater as a child. Um, and I guess... I don't know. I have the most distinctive memory of cooking I have as a kid is the first time I made rice with my parents and I was so excited that I got to touch the stove and mm. I went inside while it was cooking um, and was wanted to check on it by myself and I got yelled at for <laughs> like going up to the stove and potentially burning myself. But it was just sort of like maybe that set me back a few years in terms of like wanting to cook. Um, but no, I mean, my original desire was to do filmmaking, which is what I set out to do, and then suddenly discovered that I like doing food slightly more. Um, so it's sort of an interesting, but both creative mediums where you create something with materials, I suppose. Yes. It is so, it's so cool. You create films awesome. with your food. Have some more, Karen. <laughs> um, now, if we eat all this food all the time, can we look like Sarah? Is that possible? Is that how it works? Yep. Yep. That's yeah. it, huh? Automatically. Yeah. Well, you also have to moisturize <laughs> to an almost what is this? obsessive. Katie, did we get a picture of this first? Uh, okay, good. She's on it. Yeah, she is. Oh, She's is good. A- this is uh, a green tea with some uh, little, you know, cucumber action in there. I love and that it's like very weak green. Tea. Like it's it's a, the a promise it, yeah. of green tea. It's not like in you know when you get ice green tea at a restaurant and it's like it's made out of the matcha, right? Or uh, the matcha powder. Matcha. Yeah, that's what we've been drinking at work lately, uh-huh. and it it makes you pretty high. I mean, like you <laughs> right? You drink it's, it, and it's, it's more intense than real brewed tea because and you, it's. So you whisk it with this. It's a whisk it comes with. And uh, you whisk it in a bowl, and then you pour it in cups for people. And we've been really busy, so we've been having it. And we've been saying stuff like, I don't know if it's the tea, but I just really <laughs> love you guys a lot. Like, this is really, really cool. We're, we're talking about matcha? Matcha, right? What? Green tea powder. Green tea powder, what? and it comes oh, in a little can. It gives you energy. Is it an energy? Is it a cokeish? 
Well, it's basically like the, I mean, the tea yeah. leaf that's been powderized, so it like releases the chemical properties more readily than the whole leaf tea that's infusing in hot water. You all of a sudden you're just drinking, and all of a sudden you're like. Wow, I'm feeling a lot different than I did like five minutes ago, and everybody's all happy. Yeah. You know what's weird about that, too? Um, in college, one of my housemates uh, was obsessed with this Juice Man Juicer infomercial, and he says, <laughs> the Juice Man Juicer guy said, if you drink a whole cup of parsley juice, you will have the highest high of your entire life. <laughs> and we had this like weird college student thing that maybe we would test this, and it takes a hell of a lot of parsley to make even a shot of parsley juice. I'll tell you that much. So I made maybe half a shot of parsley juice, which is vile because it's really intense. And I, love I, I topped it off with some like Tabasco or something to make it go down a little bit easier. But I took this half shot of parsley juice and it didn't do anything positive. But a half, a half hour later, I was driving. Ridiculous. And I spaced out so much that I almost ran a red light. And fortunately, I had a friend at the Andy. car. And, and I was like, I'm going to blame it on the parsley juice, and I will never do that again. That's probably what you it was. I could, just blame it on the I, I could just eat a bunch of raw Italian parsley. Just Me too. It was delicious. My dad had Salad. a garden when we were little. And he said, everyone can have one thing like that we plant that's ours. And I had par- a parsley plant. Nice Italian so one or the good. curly leaf. It must have been a ta- What's curly leaf? They got the curly one. That's the one that you see as garnish sometimes on at a, not a great restaurant. It's sort of like how kale used to be yeah. as a garnish. That's how I, the only way I saw kale as a kid was as a garnish next to a wedge of orange that you also would never eat. And it would be like, here's your hamburger with a piece of kale and an orange wedge. And some French fries, right? Yeah, right. You know those candy orange wedges? Uh huh. Be fun to put those on a on a plate sometime. You know, maybe what I should have done for <laughs> as this a garnish, yeah, is a plate <laughs> full of parsley because really, that would have really been really sweet easy. And chewy to- I love a plate of parsley. I used to, you know, I only because I knew parsley more from uh, like we didn't eat fancy food that would have parsley, a sprig of parsley. But at Passover, you eat parsley with salt water, and I love that. Like, I could eat a whole salad of just that's just parsley with warm salt water on it. <laughs> oh, delicious. <laughs> it's sort of like the beginnings of Tibuli. <laughs> I ate it. Yeah, oh, there you go. Oh, oh Karen, there was something I was going to tell you. We're going to eat it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> did you say it at the beginning? I did, but, you know, Sarah took it pretty well. It was met with She's silence. used to my outbursts. Oh, my God, I'm so glad I came. I'm so, I was so pissed in my mind and my voice, apparently, but I was swearing from Spencer, but I just was so mad I was going to miss you, but I didn't. Hooray. We, we stood here and talked about this after the Becky Ream show like a week ago. We stood around talking in this very office I don't about know. how the we're going to do that, Andy Windack and Sarah, and it's going to be vegan. And For some reason, I thought that it was going to be postponed. Because I got my other show at, at 420 here today. Uh-huh. So that's why we're. That's why this was a good time slot. Yeah. Can we live in the now and have <laughs> yeah, yeah. our next course? Yes. <laughs> so hungry. Yeah, let's do it. But um, So I also had to go home, too, because um, this is real fun. So I go home because I realize I have a Harris Ranch meat shirt on. And I'm not going to wear that to a, I'm not going to wear that for Sarah. What? Why? She oh I'm not God, wearing a Harris Ranch meat ranch so t-shirt. You, so you were gone for more of the show just so that you would have a different outfit on. So I wouldn't have for on the it. three of us that are in this. So I wouldn't have on it. I had under, I had, uh, um, it's just, it's like a meat shirt. <laughs> I'm not going to wear that. That oh. sounds terrible. 
I wait till you see what she's got on underneath that naked. coat. Made of meat. It was just set it on it. Look at that. Oh, yeah. I would not have minded. I love your actually dot org. Funny. Your, oh, oh thank you with Liz. Yeah, yeah that was funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a Liz Winstead joint. Uh, we did it together. And good for. Uh, I loved your whole thing know. through the whole campaign. Good, Thank you. good stuff. Yeah, it's always uh, Thanks, you always make good points, but it's it's actually you know fun and funny to watch, which is you know so hard to do because so much of what you're talking about, like it's easier to just be angry, right, than to make good jokes about it. Yeah, that, you that have to funny. have a little distance. Actually, <laughs> it's odd. Yeah, it's really it's really weird. And like Liz goes on all those shows where you have to sit there and oh, argue yeah. with some conservative person well she's never stopping on twitter she's like yeah yeah she goes after every every person that writes to her oh really or i think it seems like it yeah she's always yeah she's always always responding to things but that's another thing though like ladies on twitter get more shit than dudes do and then you know so how much of that do you respond to i mean i i if i have such an overwhelming amount of people who say crazy things to me it's that i just don't even like it's hard to look see at it, it really probably. anymore but sometimes you want to you know There's i so respond nice a lot ones. if There's i'm so many nice ones yeah that's nice but it if i respond i usually <laughs> direct message and then if they don't follow <laughs> me i just I'll like block then the next thing they really write bummer. is i couldn't write back to you because twitter wouldn't let me yeah but that's not thing. my problem no i know i know but it's funny how they uh i don't like to put that stuff on the outer part on the uh, Twitter, you know. What does that mean? I don't like to tweet oh, yeah, yeah. stuff Responses that's just to, to somebody. Yeah, because you just you want to tell them that you saw what they wrote or answer their question. Yeah, There's and no a lot reason of times for I want to. See it, to. I'll but just they direct message them. Do it pro- they want you to do it publicly because they yeah, want that extra that's acknowledgement. Some, that's a happiness they need to find from somewhere else. <laughs> I mean, that's... You should just have that <laughs> sentence ready to go to send to everybody that complains about. I always like when Liz says, and I don't know if this is a common thing, but to me, I only see her say it. It was like if Ann Coulter says something stupid or whatever, she'll say, she seems nice. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I've seen her do that. That's yeah. so funny. <laughs> he seems nice. She seems nice. Yeah. <laughs> She's probably saying that about the LaPierre or whatever, the, the NRA guy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. Did you hear that? That was amazing. Or did you read it? Yeah, the only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. Yeah. That's but, the only way. But the like only the, possible the tone solution. of his voice. Yeah, he's a he's a piece of work. You know, there was a shooting in England many years ago, and I read this actually. Piers Morgan like tweeted or something. He's and really into. He's coming down hard on the, on the whole gun thing, which well, is because in England good, they, good had for him, shooting, they had a shooting. He's a complete jerk. I know they had a shooting <laughs> in a school, and they reacted by making guns totally illegal. And there's never been a shooting since, and they have like no crime there. Same thing in Australia when they I heard a story about it was like 1996, and they had a you know some sort of shooting. It wasn't at a school, but it was you know mass thing, mm-hmm. and immediately there was like no banned everything. And waiting periods, and even longer waiting periods, and yeah, the whole they, thing. They didn't even have the crazy stuff we have, like where anybody can walk into a gun show and just, and just you know, you don't need to do anything other than have the money for it. And you think of Australia as a place where people are like, you know, it's a wild, wild west. Yeah, yeah. sort of. You know, in the outback, mate. Yeah, you. Yeah, I guess you haven't been to Australia. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not all like that. Doesn't sound like that. No, but. 
But I, I, I get what you're saying, though. They, in general, they seem like a wilder culture. Like they seem more open to things and, and you know, and fun. I just think of them all as lepers still. Wait a second. Did that over? Too far. Too far. I just was there for the first time. Australia? But you didn't mm-hmm. barely got to see it, right? Because you were like no, inside just Sydney doing and Melbourne. all day. No, I had some time off in, in each city a little bit. A little bit. It, but I didn't so get was, to really see everything. But. It was nice and warm? Uh, it was like here. It's yeah, warm. But it's not hot. It's summer I mean, it's there, like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it still was not. It's not the the main part of their summer. Is usually like January, February. Oh, okay. But um, yeah, it was nice. I got this here. I got this at a clearance place. I got so Cute. much stuff there. Actually, I think I got like six pieces of clothes for under a hundred dollars. <laughs> ding, ding, ding! Oh, Sarah. There's a place called Clear It. Great stuff. Anyway, um, point being, in Don't Melbourne we met a bunch of comics. Is that how it works? <laughs> comedy place, right? Yeah, it was fun. We we went to like rooms and we met. I feel like I met like a group of comics that were like like the Bizarro World. Yeah, and it was so fun. Like I felt, you know, like even to the point of like we were all hanging out, having a good time doing bits, you know. Do they smoke weed? Yes. Nice. And uh, <laughs> of course, it was really fun. So it's but not they that get bizarre. They get mad at you because you say if you say Melbourne, and they're like, "It's Melbourne, Melbourne, Melbourne." Melbourne. Melbourne. But if I, but I feel like if I was Italian and I was like a Melbourne, no, they yeah. wouldn't be like it's Melbourne. <laughs> it's a, it's a you're a United States of America douchebag thing, isn't it? A little bit. Even they were like, "You're right, Melbourne." Yeah. Oh fuck. Yes. What's this? This is like... <laughs> he's, not, he's still getting the other. Katie brought a, a couple dishes in, and uh, Andy's uh, going to bring more. Ooh, take one of these and just pinch it a little. It feels like human... F- it feels like a finger. The little, they're little it. pieces no, of... Uh, what are they, like tangerine they're or tangerine. something? They're <laughs> like, tangerine. This is but the first time Silverman has ever felt like a finger. Okay, this is a tiny piece of a tangerine, a slice. It's totally not wet because it's like coated by its skin. And if you press <laughs> it, it feels like a finger. <laughs> How does it... Does it taste like a finger? No. Does it chew like a finger? She had but, to get into that tangerine. Oh, sorry. A cutie, as we call them here. Are you going to take Spencer and Rodrigo to see Wreck-It Ralph? Yeah. Is, he, is, is Spencer going to be too excited to stay? Oh, my God. Well, it's so funny. I mean, he really was. I was like, just come. You're going to have so much fun. And he goes, no, 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 no. Because the other night we were at a party at Kathy Griffin's house. And oh, Lord. I brought the kids, which was famous. we were there for 20 minutes. We had to leave before mm-hmm. something was, somebody sure. was either hurt or got killed yeah. in that house. It's like, that's a death trap. I don't think Kathy wants kids there anyway. No, no. But she invited him. Sure, so sure she, did. she was surprised I brought them. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but as we're walking she down the stairs, the most dangerous stairs on earth. I don't know if you've ever been there. Not to her current home, but it sounds if it's Kathy, there's stairs everywhere. It's dangerous. It's, it's treacherous. And we basically ran. Oh, yeah, in. I've been there. I've been there. It's all you can't tell depth of percep- depth perception because it's all the same color everywhere, and there's stairs and fountains in the middle of the floor. Yeah, it's like beautiful. Yeah, it's gorgeous, but it's, you know. But uh, anyway, uh, we ran directly into Chris Colfer coming up the stairs from Glee. Oh, my gosh. And Spencer went sort of into spat. He didn't know what to do. He didn't know where to look. And he was just like, ah, well, you know, like, oh, he was thrown for a loop. You know, he was completely, he, I've never seen, he looked like a robot at one point. He just was like, oh, but just all, yeah, shaky, didn't know, turned around a couple of times. 
And he, so when we got in the car, he goes, I, why am I so shy? Aww. And that's why I don't know. Yeah, and then your response should be, get your shit together. I said, come on. Pull it together. You're going to run into You're going to meet some the, celebrities. At the, at the, What's he going to do when he gets his eyes on Queen Latifah in the flesh? <laughs> <laughs> his favorite celebrity. Ooh, 20 cues. <laughs> three, three. Oh. Is it a girl? Oh, Chris Colfer's his favorite celebrity. No, no she no, was joking no. that uh, Queen Latifah would be a... Oh, oh I, boys. Thought you, you, I thought you were starting. Oh, how old, how he loves, he how loves Glee. How old's Rodrigo? Oh, he's four. He just turned four, four there Monday. You go. Oh, there you go. But he thinks he's three now. Oh, he's Because his birthday's off. over, so he thinks he's three. Mm. So he thinks he's oh, only... Oh, he was four for a day? Yeah. Oh, okay. He turned four, now he's back to three. All so. right. So it sounds like you had a couple of weirdos on your hands. <laughs> she was here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sarah would love to hang out with Rodrigo. Oh, he's a doll. She They're also likes darling. the name Rodrigo better than Andrew. Also. I love the we name Rodrigo, and I love the name Andrew. No offense, Windak. <laughs> I never his go by name? Andrew, though. So yeah. Andy. But his name's Anderson. He's the name Anderson. Oh, that's right. Oh, for because of you. Yeah, because we he's adopted. We wanted him to sort of have, like, all the names. So we gave him a, my grandpa's middle name and... Uh, oh my, God. my last name of Blake's. All right, Andy, tell us mm. what this is. So this is my take on... Quinoa salad, which is another uh, way too hip uh, vegan food. And so the approach that I took is starting in the base is a um, what I'm calling a coconut aioli. Mm. But it's basically just coconut milk and coconut oil that's pureed with amchur powder, which is uh, an Indian spice. It's a dried powdered mango that gives things sort of a tartness like yogurt. Um, and there's a little bit of maple syrup in there, too. And then the quinoa is with mac- diced macadamia nuts and a little lime juice. And then there's um, golden raisins and Concord grapes that have been salted and mm. cauliflower roasted with Vaudevon curry oh, and so good. fresh satsuma tangerines. Mm. Um, and the drink is orange soda. Mm. Mm. Orange soda. Regular orange soda from like a soda stream or... No, it's um, it's fresh squeezed satsumas with uh, a homemade vanilla bean syrup and soda water. Oh my oh. god, that is good. This tastes like uh, this is unbelievable. This tastes like fifty. This tastes like the vanilla orange drink. Yeah, because it's vanilla and orange. But call it organic because it's like it's real vanilla and real orange. Oh, that's good. <laughs> no, there's a crazy party going on in my mouth right now. <laughs> How do you, you like these? What now? You you're sending what? out some evites on that, or Sarah loves yeah. these little orange fingers. Mm. Yeah, she thinks they they uh, the tangerines feel like a finger huh. when you pick them up. I don't know if you've ever noticed. Yeah, you go like this. It's like a dead finger. <laughs> <laughs> I've never held a dead finger before, so I don't. I don't really know, but you know, one day you will, and then you'll be able to know what you're talking yeah. about. Well, it's like when there's an open casket funeral. You know how some people sort of touch the. Body. Oh, they're like cement by then. That's so crazy. Yeah. Have you ever done that? I haven't touched them, but I always think it's weird because they lo- always look so far removed from the actual person. And I'm like, that person never wore that much makeup. It's like touching iron. Because <laughs> you've touched it? <laughs> touched what? Does Sarah kind of dead body? Yeah. Really? Well, in a casket. Because yeah. someone encouraged you to do that? or No, I just like um, put my hand on her hand or on her cheek or something. I can't remember. Oh, Beatrice. Gnarly. Because I've been to a couple open casket things, and I, I never, I have never I touched. Um, but Sarah, you're kind of reminding me right now. I might have to take a picture of it. Uh, it's because you really like, you know, she's she's going to town on this dish. 
Oh my! Yeah. I, I like. But she's to eat got every on a, a she's got on a, sc- a skull cap type of you know fluffy hat, and then she has on a, like um, fingerless gloves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when she's eating, she kind of looks like we just brought her in from outside and let her have, <laughs> let her have some food. And I'm so hungry, and, <laughs> and I'm so cold out, and we're giving her some food. Yeah. Gu- our guest today for chewing and chatting mm. is a homeless lady. <laughs> that we drove, drove a little in. homeless. Well, I've always wondered what it would be like to just kind of cross that barrier and actually invite a homeless person to your dinner party because we had an open seat at this dinner party we were doing with my podcast the other night and um, we were joking about that we're like yeah let's just walk down the Hollywood Boulevard and pick us up a homeless person to have at the dinner and I was like huh that could be really rewarding in many ways or it could be weird and also shit gets real when you do that I mean, it's great if you do it. It's a mitzvah. But where do you stop? Where do you go? Okay, now you're going to go back on the street. The street like, yeah. You want to just take care of them forever. You, you want to make sure they're okay. Yeah. It's, it's so overwhelming. The, you know what I mean? Like, where do you end it? Yeah. I walked by a guy today. Not to discourage you from it. I walked by a guy today who had no legs. He was in a, in a wheelchair. And he was oh. like, you know, happy Christmas. And, you know, he had this thing. And, I, you know, I'm just like what I have on. And I happen to have, I had $3. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Merry Christmas, you know? But it's $3. It's $3. He has no legs. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but it helps. Everything <sighs> helps. Oh, God. It felt awful. You know Terrible. What I, you know what I saw yesterday when I was uh, coming back from the store for some last minute ingredients for this? On Hollywood Boulevard, a truck driving down the street, and the back of the truck was this big frame, like a cube, made of Christmas lights. And then inside was Santa in a sleigh. And he was waving. And I should also add that this happened, like, right in front of Jumbo's clown room. So it was, like, Santa <laughs> going past Jumbo's clown room in his sleigh. It well, was, for the listeners, they uh, should know that Jumbo's is a, a renowned strip club. It's not a strip club. Bar. It's like a more... The, the kind now it's of like the burlesque dancers. Yeah, it's more like Suicide Girls yeah, type. That's a good yeah. way to describe yeah. it. It's really good, though. It's a good place. Yeah, I've always out. wanted to go there. It's Didn't more of Courtney a hangout. It used to, to be like a there? gross strip club. Like the girls were like, like it was. Well, you know, now it's, it's a funny it's... reference to say Jumbo's Clown Room because it was such a horrible yeah. strip club. But now it's like a hip place to go. Yeah, and in fact, it's like it's almost like too much of like a hipster quote dive bar in some ways. And there's one dancer there who really makes light of that because she has a great T-shirt that says "Tipsters, not hipsters." Because <laughs> <laughs> the hipsters they really just stand around and drink, and they don't even like yeah, bother not to like really there yeah. to appreciate the dancers. But like, uh, oh, I'm sorry, really I would tip you, but I'm only here ironically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> but they got really good uh, dancers and really like. I imagine a lot of places the, the pole work is like is getting really it's good. The athleticism yeah. that is it that takes. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They do some really athletic and amazing stuff. It is crazy when you see and them like They're covered in tattoos, so they're more of a work of art. Uh, you know, dancing around in front of you than just just like oh, that's some naked lady or whatever. And there's so like good, good music choices. Like there's one girl who does like a show tunes routine with a top what? hat and a cane, and it's it just kind yeah, of yeah yeah they do some uh, well that other place stuff. Uh, what's the other place where that's really burlesque like and there's one in Vegas and a, one in L A. I think the one Not in L A. closed. Girls. No 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 no. There was one for a long time over on Melrose. Yes, that one. That's not a place anymore. Forty Deuce or that, something like yeah, that. Yeah, Forty Deuce. That girl Katarina. I don't think that exists anymore. She was an artist. I mean, she was so brilliant. It has to be like I think the problem there was that that was the the dancing was so front and center that you couldn't just go hang there. You know, I think that that's where like 
strip clubs and burlesque have kind right. of found a happy medium where people can have their because in LA if you if you you can't have nudity if there's alcohol right so you can't have vagina you can have boobs you can't have nipples yeah. in Los Angeles yeah but can't in just- other parts of California there's different rules but in LA County you can't have alcohol and nudity. And so they they got a, they've all these places have gotten around that girls by will having get raped. They, they just wear very skimpy you know they strip down to very skimpy things, which is filthy. I know it's a, the, the rules are are ridiculous. Like what is alcohol and you know what what the people who are drinking are seeing? What do the two have to do with each other? Well, she does have a point. If they get a little bit too loaded, they get a little grabby. Probably. Yeah, but, yeah, but the, anyway. the thin membrane of a G-string isn't going to protect you from... <laughs> and from... it's just different, uh, you know, in, in other countries and in, in other parts of this country that the rules and strip clubs are completely different. And, you know, it's just, it just varies everywhere you go. It's it's kind of fun. Well, we'll have to have some more updates on that. Right? <laughs> I'll let you know. You guys should have a show Every town there, I go to... There's food there. Ugh. They do have food. Yeah, I, you should go to a strip I club. I rarely eat the... at a strip club. Taquitos and whatnot. Rarely. Yeah. Mm. There's probably some ones that do have really good food. That would be smart to have a strip club that is like a gastropub kind of um, strip club. Yeah. A gastro yeah, club. Somebody should do that. It's not, not quite there yet. Usually, if the strip club says they have food, it's Well, I mean, do people still basic. go to strip clubs? I mean, it's so much... Strip clubs, I feel like, have become, are so much more like... Um, bachelor party tradition than actual desire. Like I guess guys. No, that's the thing. Like is more going, couples. But... More couples go now. Really? Yeah. yeah because yeah. the because the dancing is more elegant. It's you know it's it's uh you know it's more of, it's considered more of a skill. And it's gymnastics. And in most places, there's alcohol available. But like they have these weird clubs here in L.A. where the girls get completely naked, but you can only drink uh, you know juice and soda pop, and it just feels like. It just puts too much emphasis on, well, you're just here to see naked women. Whereas when you can go to Jumbo's and have a couple drinks and talk to your friends while the show's going on yeah. with normal people, it's uh, it's more desirable. <laughs> more like the Bada Bing. About, uh-huh. Yeah, that place. I'd go there. I'd totally hang out there and hopefully get, you know, overhear something I shouldn't hear and then uh-huh. get whacked. Yeah. <laughs> you could hang out with Frank Santarelli. <laughs> yeah. I just love that he played this big, like, meathead in the Sopranos and he looks like one and he's got the you know he's yeah, like a he's great on that but his comedy yeah so great his comedy is so subtle and dry like you would never think you know he does it's, a great oh. uh, drunk guy bit where he's like drunk guy at the end of the night and With one, the one eye is like yeah the straw and one eye is like uh, f- you know, flickering. Who and... was the other guy that was in that from Vegas Riviera? Sharippa. Oh, Steve Sharippa. Yeah. Oh, that guy used to make me laugh at that place. God, I saw what him, a grouch. Uh, it might have been a year ago now, <laughs> but I saw him one time at uh, JFK. We were on the same flight, and you know he has a car taken back home or whatever. And he said, uh, he said, "Can I give you? You know, can Aww. we give you a lift?" And uh, we dropped him off first, and then his driver just took me to where I was going. But it was still, it was He's still so, fun to get a, was, get a guy... ride with him. He used to say, he'd say to me, Anderson, you're going to go up there, you're going to do nine minutes. You're not going to do 888. You're not going to do 999. 888? Yeah, 999? Yeah. She's making this all up. No, that's what he used to it say. Wasn't 888? That's it what was, he would say. <laughs> no, not 88. Where does 88 come from? That's how we would get it wrong, is he would say 99 because he thinks that there's 100 seconds in a minute. 
I don't know where 88 came from. I don't know. You made him, you made him, I dumb, made him dumber. dumber in the story. But yeah, but he was also, there was a part of him that were like, you kind of feel like he says things like that on, on For purpose. For fun. Yeah, oh yeah, you funny. had to get him. Yeah, you had to, and he, uh, he was always, uh, just, he would always pick a comic the week you were working his We club. are sounding like he's dead, by the way. He's I know, I was like, did he pass he away? Always I pick feel a like comic. I just saw him. He'd always pick somebody to be meanest to of all the comics. And I think, uh-huh. that, I think that only happened to me like once or twice out of the, like a bunch of times I worked for him. But uh, the most memorable one to me is one time Doug Stanhope was the opener, and me and Hugh Fink were the like uh, feature and headliner. Holy shit! And, uh, and uh, but Doug would like show up late or try to bring a girl in when he didn't ask ahead of time, and so Steve was just screaming at him all week long. And we, you know, we thought it was kind of funny at the time, you know, because he also didn't seem like that great of a comic. Stand up? Yeah, yeah. When he was oh, starting wow. out, he was just, you know, he's like oh, anybody wow. starting out. But we were like, this guy, what's his deal? And then, you know, as the years went by, he, that was the thing is his act used to be more of an act. It wasn't what it is right. now, which is him just saying how he really feels about everything. Right. You know, he used to do jokes about like Chinese food and stuff. Right. And about egg rolls and how they. they Every they, comic, they, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely true, but it was it was funny that. Yeah, it's interesting he, to see that breaking point. There aren't too many people that have, like, been, like, opening for me who have just, you know, really, really took off, you know? Right. And he's one of them. He's very popular. Very funny. Like, that's the one. I bet he gets it sometimes, too. Probably maybe less than me, but people will go, Doug Stanhope, when they see me. Because once they got the Doug right. You know, they've narrowed it down to the, oh, two, right. the two of us. <laughs> I was with him one time in Minneapolis, and he was driving around in this big car. He was kind of living in, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, But he had his girlfriend, uh, who was a stripper. Bubbles? And, uh, or something I, like that. I don't know if it was Bubbles. This is I don't think this was someone he mm. stayed with for a long period of time. I may be thinking of more uh, Maury Amsterdam. <laughs> Pickles. <laughs> <laughs> is his girlfriend named P- Pickles? Like Maury Amsterdam's the second time that's come Maury up Amsterdam's with you. Wife. No, but so he goes, I just got to make a quick, quick stop. And so uh, he pulls in front of this apartment building, and then he climbs up the side of the building and into a window, and then he comes out of the window with all stuff. <laughs> I guess he was supposed to leave that day or something. Oh, and- <laughs> wow, he comes out, he comes out with his belongings. He was skipping on the rent or... No, I. He had to get out of there. They were not going to be a couple anymore, or whatever it was. Oh, it's just but maybe away he didn't have a girl. key. I don't know what it was exactly, but I know that he climbed through a window from the outside of a building <laughs> and then came back out with his things. Do you ever get a story like that wrong? No, no turns I, out it was somebody else. No, no, no. When you're telling it now, no, this was for sure. Okay, yeah, this is for sure. No one else would have that car or be in Minneapolis. But that happens that. sometimes, you know. Or, or that person will insist that never happened. Oh, I, 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 that was a for sure happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean? He could just go, oh, that wasn't, that didn't happen. No, no, that didn't. what you're talking about. I mean, you know, he wouldn't say that if it, since you are so he, sure. He'd say, I remember that. People just remember shit differently. Because I've, I've been in things where I was at something with somebody and something happened and then their version of the story is different. Like that time you and I met Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, yes. I bet you telling it separately, I bet Wait, you we tell different is that stories. when you shook his hand really hard? <laughs> no, I did that. I was doing that terrible handshake where you, you push their hand away the second you start yeah. to shake it. <laughs> Like so things got a little tense when I did that to him. Well, so you were telling that story one time, and I could swear I wasn't there. 
Yeah, you were, though. I know. It was you. Yeah. <laughs> now it all came back to me after you told me about it. <laughs> That's probably why I asked you that now. It's because I probably was sort of remembering the time I was telling you about Jean-Claude Van Damme. And you're like, I wasn't there. It wasn't me. It where was he not t- me. Where his, his manager friend or whoever it was uh, was like, well, if you want to go up to the room with a couple of people. And- yeah, he was with some big like Scandinavian, yeah. like big, some big blonde dude that was like he and Jean-Claude were both sort of like kind of hitting on you a little bit or they trying to get really you to come drunk. to the room or whatever and it was me and someone else though some other some other girl that was there that wasn't with us because we didn't oh, we, see, just, I don't we just showed we up we might have been you drunk. said where can we go to find celebrities and and see them up close at the and she said so and i said the, let's go to that bar it's right up the street from uh it's the uh the mar- sunset mar- marquee mm-hmm. Isn't that <laughs> we went there and uh and then i well, we, my friend we looked Ron around there. there's no celebrities yeah you and you knew we knew that that would be a place because yeah. he's always telling you about all the people that come yeah. in there so we went in and then uh, I went to the bath. We looked around. No celebrities. No, this is kind of a bummer. Dr- cocktails are, you know, $15 a throw. This isn't really going to work out. And then and I went to the bathroom. And then when I came back, she was. I, I was like, Karen is standing there talking to Jean-Claude Van Damme <laughs> at the bar. And I also probably got like a baseball hat on a Doc Martens and shorts. And, and I was so pool. excited about that handshake and doing it to people that are, you know, he, he was a piece famous of work. and unsuspect, unsuspecting. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was your thing. That's right. Now I remember you would do that to lots of people. Yeah, I did. Like when I did it, remember Dan Cortez? Yeah. He didn't take it very well. <laughs> well, how, who he was going to take it well? Who took it well? Who was the best part <laughs> of a handshake when they put their hand out and you throw, take their hand and throw it back at them? Who was the good sport? <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> there were a bunch of people that thought it was kind of funny. For Most instance. people, I can't, yeah, I can't cite any specifics. <laughs> but Dan Cortez wouldn't let go. Like, that was his thing. He thought that he thought then it was a game of, like, trying to get the other guy to, to let go. Was what I was doing. Oh, he wouldn't let go. Oh, he wouldn't let go. That's Yeah, so I totally, crazy I totally stepped in it because it just made me look really terrible. Oh, I remember that a now. a strong guy was standing there not, not letting go. Man, that was a long time ago. Whew. Um, January 3rd, Orlando Improv. Look out. I'm bringing Graham Elwood and his Bane impression. So come at, <laughs> come at your own risk. And then January 5th and 6th at the Jacksonville, Florida motion picture house called the Sunray Cinemas. I'm doing two movie interruptions two days in a row at 420. What movies? Uh, in Jacksonville, Jan 5 and 6. Jan 5 is Robocop. And Jan 6 is... Dirty Dancing. Oh, my um, gosh. And right now, RoboCop in ticket sales is kicking Dirty Dancing's ass. Really? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> They're both going to be great. RoboCop has sold 123 tickets to Dirty Dancing 66. Oh. So, uh, not that it matters. We'll have fun no matter how many people show up. But uh, Katie just walked back in with, uh, with something. But let me, before Andy gets in here, let me do this uh, uh, the uh, iTunes comment the of the f- episode. Oh, yeah. This no is idea. a drink. What's this? Yeah, he likes no to bring uh, beverages with, uh, with, each, cor- with each course. This is incredible. He's really good. Uh, the iTunes comment of the week is uh, someone named Laura Hi, H-I. Oh. So she's, Oops, she's sorry, uh, using that name, I guess, because of the show and Karen Anderson Hi. She wrote, I come home from work and listen to Dining with Doug and Karen while I cook dinner for my daughter and I <laughs> keep it up. That's nice. Yeah, I wonder how old her daughter is, though. 
Could be six. Because we drop a lot of fuck bombs. <laughs> Could be four. That's what I call them. What? Yeah. Maybe fuck? she's a baby. Huh? What is this? Maybe, oh I'm my god, I love a biscuit. This is a vegan biscuit? Man. Is, is that a real thing? Don't you just don't you have no, to have meat to make warm. a biscuit? <laughs> no, but you usually need eggs and what is this? What do you milk? think? This is like a kind of a twist on um, matzo ball soup or something? Or? No, it looks one. like ice cream soda. Ice, ice cream, cream sundae? No, uh, float. Float? It's like a float. What? You don't like it? What? Why, why are you eating it before he's even here? Well, because and why are you eating it with a fork? <laughs> I don't know. Let's find know. out. Let's find out what it is, Karen. Okay. Before you judge. So no, I won't. I probably have to mix it. Maybe. Yeah, you want to mix it a little bit. Yeah. Mm. See, you got to know how to how to do it. Ooh, oh my god. That is the greatest thing I've ever had in my life. Um, that looks we, kale-like. We make these for the we make these all the time at home. Yeah, uh, it's okay. So another like sort of stereotypically hip vegan things: kale chips because, mm. and it seemed like an appropriate thing to serve with what is my take here on a veggie burger, which I love a good veggie burger, mm-hmm. almost more than a beef burger in a lot of instances when it's done mm-hmm. right. I agree, but probably not more than a lamb burger because I do love a lamb burger. But that being said. <laughs> um, I decided to take a fun approach with biscuits because I've been on a biscuits kick lately. I love biscuits. Um, so to make a butter substitute, I basically blended together virgin coconut oil and bacon avocados, which here's another wink at bacon. Um, bacon avocados is a variety of avocados with a very soft skin and a very creamy uh, interior. So I basically just made it into a biscuit. And then what is on here is a black-eyed pea tempeh. So it's cultured black-eyed peas that's been blackened, and then on top is braised collard and mustard greens. What the fuck? So the biscuit's made from <laughs> avocado. Avocado, yeah. My boyfriend made no butter mashed potatoes with avocado, and it's uh-huh. green. Mm-hmm. I just want to get it out there that I have a boyfriend. Someone loves me. He cooks for you. <laughs> is he a good cook? Mm, really good. How long have you been boyfriend and girlfriend? Um, uh, like a little over a year. Really? Mm-hmm. That's nice. You, when you were when were you his girlfriend? Like after two or three dates? Oh, like after the first one we had sex. <laughs> <laughs> the first <laughs> our uh, our first time ever hanging out, just the two of us. Um, I went to his house at nine at nine, and um, I remember looking at the clock after we finished having sex, and it was. Just turning ten. Got <laughs> <laughs> right to it. Yeah, what's the point? Yeah. It's not dilly dally. Sounds look, like a good sesh too. An hour's about right. That's about right. <laughs> that was about a year later, and look at they're still. still and he's, ma- and, like and he's making her making her um, food. Mm-hmm. Sign of a keeper. So what's the uh, uh, the beverage, beverage situation? Is yes. a raspberry macadamia milkshake. So it's. Raspberry sorbet uh, mixed with macadamia nut milk and um, then topped with a vegan white chocolate mousse um, and a little bit of soda water just on the top to make it fun. So if you kind of mix it together a little bit. Oh, oh man. And you should tell people how easy it is to make these kale chips. Yeah, okay, it is pretty easy. And the first draft that I made, I made um, way too spicy. They were spicy to me, so I knew that Doug wouldn't like them. So I just went <laughs> with the very simple salt and pepper route. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Wait, so how do you... Will you say how you make it? Yeah, so you take kale, 
you toss it with olive oil, salt, and pepper, and then you bake it at 350 for like 10 to 15 minutes until it's dried out like that, and that's it. It's You bake it. Yeah, bake it, it's yeah. like you the easiest it, yeah. thing in the world. Yeah, that's in the all oven? Mm-hmm. On a cookie sheet. Or on a, you know, yeah. a baking sheet. And, and you, um, I'm really, really, really don't know how to make anything. Do you put it on bake or broil? Bake, 350 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm. But you keep your eyes peeled on them because they could go up. But they actually take a little longer than you'd think, huh? Um, yes and no. I mean, if you don't let them dry out all the way, then they oh. can still have that chewiness, you know, versus that, like, light, melt-in-your-mouth crispiness that you're getting from these. Oh, How long so would you good. say like, Everyone loves them. Like 15 minutes. Yeah. Oh my god, this is going to be my new... Why doesn't anybody just make this, mass produce this and sell it? Oh, they have it at Whole Foods, mm. and do? it's ridiculous how expensive it is. Yeah, stop. It's like an it insult. It couldn't be this good. Yeah, and it's like $5 for this tiny little bag, which is probably like half a bunch of kale that they are marking up to $5. Um, and it comes in different flavors, but it's just kind of silly because you can make it yourself so easily. Yeah, and because when, when we were... I mean, now, my kids eat this kind of stuff, and we buy, you know seaweed and they eat mm-hmm. it for a snack all the time i love it too but i never in my wildest dreams would have thought that kids are going to be like all cuckoo over kale, kale. chips and yeah. seaweed <laughs> not when i grew up not when i grew up either it's, it's, it tastes so much better than kale though it's kale plus kale plus it's so salty and yummy mm-hmm. really good i'm really don't need to put so much Use like two tablespoons of olive oil. Yeah, it's basically like a tablespoon or two for a whole bunch yeah, of kale. Yeah, you don't need a lot. And you rip the the stems off because I think the stems would probably be a little bit too tough by comparison. But uh, it's so a, it's not so simple to prepare. You put some you yeah work mm. into it. You can also get the. I mean, if you want to go, you can go get the big bag at Trader Joe's or whatever, and just that has stems off, doesn't it? Oh, no, those have the stems in, because oh. I bought that recently, and I was like, this has stems in it. Which usually, when I cook kale, like, just straight up, I cook the stems separately from the leaves, because they take longer. So you, like, take the leaves off the stem, and then you chop it up, and you cook it with your onions or whatever, and then put the kale in, and then garlic, and your braising liquid or whatever. But is this charred inside? That is charred. Or, no, it's not charred. It's mustard greens and collard oh. greens. Because I wanted this to be sort of a southern approach, and this black-eyed pea tempeh was sent to me by a company in Austin, Texas, called The Hardy Vegan. And these two women started this company, and they contacted me because they stole one of my pictures on Flickr of my tempeh burger and used it on their packaging. And I was like, what? that's wow. cool, but you can totally send me free product. And they're like, oh, absolutely, absolutely. So I was Excited to try their um, black-eyed pea tempeh because um, usually tempeh is made with like soybeans and other and some like grains like brown rice or what have you. Um, and this is just 100% black-eyed peas that get cultured together into a cake by a uh, you know tempeh mushroom essentially. And it's the whole like black-eyed peas and collards sort of like southern mm. tradition. For, de- for delicious. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Karen didn't mix up her her, no, her dessert or no, beverage rather, and then uh, the first bite or taste she took of it, she made a face. Well, it was a little. Mu- now it's now you're, it yeah, delicious. yeah. Because she, she didn't do it right. She just started eating it. I was like, we need you're instructions. Right. You're right. <laughs> I was, well, I was very here? wrong. It's a um, it's a vegan white chocolate mousse. So it's mm. cocoa butter uh, emulsified with soy milk. 
And the, 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 the uh, sor- is it sorbet, I guess? Yeah, raspberry sorbet. And that's non-dairy, huh? Yeah, and then I put macadamia nut milk in there as well. Mm. This is brilliant. Boy, I just realized I don't eat enough sorbet. So good. Yeah, sure. It's good, light, nice thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the summertime, refreshing. But now it's winter and we're all bundled up in jackets. You should eat it more, bay. What? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? She said, I don't need it enough sorbet. And I said, you should eat it more, bay. I'm sorry. It was like wah, eight wah, beats. Wah. T- too late. <laughs> <laughs> I just like how quiet it got. It hit my brain. So I wanted to just leave it and see how more long it, there could be silence. Oh. Is there more? That's up my alley. <laughs> Well, there is always dessert. I, yes. the, the milkshake wasn't supposed to be dessert. It was supposed to be like burger and chips and milkshake. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. it's it's terrific. Mm. But we're uh, we're starting to get unbelievable. I'm getting full. Yeah, getting full, but also uh, you know time wise, like the yeah. I can hear the music downstairs. They're gonna they're opening the house for my show. Well, my so show basically, shortly. dessert mm. doesn't involve me running back downstairs, and I decided to do something totally experimental and different this time around. Um, so it's good that you're getting full because, which is also good that you're getting full on the vegan meal. Congratulations! Oh yeah. Um, and <laughs> and the uh, the dessert is small um, and sort of an amusing idea. And like I said, experimental. Mm. So it might challenge your uh, your taste buds a little bit. It's wow. in a very that's intriguing. What, that's way. why we started the show. Yeah. Um, it actually challenges my palate, to be honest. And uh, so, if you don't love it, I will not be offended. But I think you'll be amused at least by the concept. I can't wait I'm for what this is going to be. Do you want to play twenty questions? Yeah. <laughs> is it a vapor that you sip? Uh, no, but <laughs> I just saw that on something. No, you said it's pretty small. Whatever it is. Yeah. Is it like a? Tabs of uh, acid. <laughs> that also would be entertaining, but I think that would maybe be better suited at the beginning of the meal. Okay. Um, should I just cut to the chase? Yeah. Sure. I mean, you're not even done with your biscuits, but so cigar. Oh, it was over there in that cigar box <laughs> this whole time, right so under our nose. It's in this cigar box, and mm-hmm. what it is is a vegan chocolate cigar filled with a um, with basically it's smoked dark chocolate. Um, mm. Let's get Sarah with the uh, and, and Andy with the uh, the cigars and yeah, and uh, on the inside oh, is cool. um, the vegan white chocolate mousse infused mm. with Lapsang Sushang tea, which is a smoked tea. So the idea is it's a chocolate cigar oh. with smoke. Andy, this is so it's got great. Smoke in it. This is so the brilliant. Best thing. And uh, <laughs> how many people have you have tried these? Uh, just me, just, just me. You. So you're sort of the guinea pigs of this experience. And what was? Mm. And when you say it's unusual or we might not like it, well, how do you feel about it? You like it? Um, challenge. Okay, so if bugs. you're expecting like, oh, this is a candy bar, it's going to surprise you and challenge you because it's really smoky. Um, <laughs> just throwing it out there. So it's a good thing that we Wait. that we smoke and we'll be able to handle it better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to me, that's something. Right there, you go. You 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 market that. Yeah, just as uh, in that box like that, and people love it. Yeah, Shark Tank. (laughs) 
So you're committed to finishing mm. everything before trying the cigar? Wow. That is smoky. And it tastes really Not like that dark chocolate. Mm. Mm. Dark, dark chocolate, it. huh? Yeah, I basically started with unsweetened chocolate. Oh, it's very smoky. Mmm. It's kind of like when you chew on a coffee bean, sort of. Ooh, yeah. I think I like oh, it. Shit. I like it. What's I think it's good. <laughs> That's your... Someone's calling you? Next no, it's a reminder to call my mom. Oh, oh. it was such a grim bell. Yeah. I love That's my alarm. Gong. Gong. I Gong. love it. I have the heart. kind of wake up to it. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Mine's a pinball machine. Sarah, remember when... Really? Sarah, do you remember... I like no, this. Let's see if this will mm. be a good one to see if I get a story right. Remember when um, Bill Maher asked you to come to his house to... Uh, Play basketball? Yeah. That's the whole story? Well, I'm just seeing. She's, she's, and so it was me, you, Kilgariff, and somebody else, maybe. Oh, I remember I know about place, the story. But I don't remember the story. He jumped in the pool in his underwear? In his oh, yeah, and you can see his balls. <laughs> <laughs> I love Bill. <laughs> so we were all begging him, please smooth, put, some, smooth. put something Oh, yeah, on. no, he wore. Come over no, and play because basketball. I think he Watch just, me swim in my No, he wanted, no. he wanted you only to come over. But then. We brought other people. No. Yes, 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 yes. He wanted only you, yeah. That's so long ago. We have been friends for so long. Now, um, but not, you know, back then. Was, no, I didn't know him. Yeah, really he knows though. what he's doing. Mm, no, he was like wearing, like, boxer shorts or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Definitely. There's white. Those don't work in the pool. Tidy whiteies. And kind of no. not that white. Mm-hmm. See, two people are remembering it different. Yeah, but I bet you we get Kilgariffin on this. <laughs> She'll break the tie. Let's get her on the phone. <laughs> Well, I, it's not too smoky for me. I love it. Mm-hmm. I, like yeah, it I love it, too. I love dark chocolate, too. A lot of people don't like dark chocolate as much. I love it. Darker the better. I agree. Um, it's good. It's no, I, good could, I, could, I think I would like this better in a lighter chocolate. Like a milk chocolate. I like the middle, but the uh, dark chocolate's not really my thing. Yeah, mm. I love it. I mean, it's still good. Yeah. <laughs> it's still very good. But you know how they have those um, molasses chips that seize candies? Have you had those? Mm-mm. They're um, they're crunchy and they have uh, they have two versions. They have like a lighter milk chocolate and a darker one, and I love both. It's got like brittle in the in the middle, mm-hmm. you know, peanutless brittle, and I, I like them both. Kind of like a Heath bar, but little. I love them both, but uh, the lighter one is even the best of the two. Mm, yeah, I mean, this is all great good. story. Oh my god! Yeah, this is uh, you've outdone yourself, Monsieur Windak. Wind attack. What do I put in my calorie counter app hmm. for yeah, this whole up, meal? Can you add up the whole meal for her? Uh, Probably about 2,000. No way. I, I'm not, I, don't, I don't count calories. So. I know, I know. Yeah. But it's probably also not, even though it's all vegan, It's probably not, there's probably plenty of calories in, well, this is in like some nothing. of this stuff. You think it's like 1,200? Um, that sounds reasonable. I mean, the portion sizes were appropriate. and mm-hmm. mm. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's not like it's low fat or whatever mm. but it was all very balanced no, and no. uh vegetables were very much present mm-hmm. um lots of fiber yeah fiber and that i think that's like against, uh, sort of like yeah like calories are like such a like simplistic way of looking at nutrition because I yeah i just try to um i only use it because i want to just get an idea of what i'm putting in me I say as long as you're putting in good food that you enjoy and is good for you. Oh, I wish that was a real diet. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm, on the, I'm on the food I like diet, cheese. and it's really working. <laughs> it does? Yeah, because I hate pasta and bread. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that worked out good for me. I've been having the frozen Amy's macaroni and cheese gluten f- with rice. It's like it's oh, gluten yeah, free. Really it's so cheesy. It's so good. Yeah. How, how many mm. calories are in that? 400. That's not bad. I, you go I, by I calories shoot for 420 or less. Calories. Or more than fat grams. It's just whatever the app is. It's just it's yeah. Because like, well, like Weight Watchers does it by mostly by they do points, you know. But it's mostly based on fat grams when you think about it. Um, well, I think it doesn't matter because calories are calories, and you need sort of a balance of all things. Um, and there's only the people who argue that like skim milk is silly because it's. It's destroyed the nutritional integrity of it, and just like weren't weren't you guys saying something about like the egg yolk and egg white combination? Like you're supposed to have both. Oh yeah, you're supposed to have both for yeah. to actually work on. So it. the idea of like just having yeah. egg whites is also silly because you're sort of like denaturing. I mean, that's less so than like skim milk, but um, I don't know. Whole foods like whole products are always kind of superior, right? Because um, you have the full nutrition, but it's just like you can't necessarily eat ton of it right and of some and i was like skim milk like i can't even picture myself drinking like, well that was what i was raised on like, so when i thick. was a kid like two percent milk tastes like cream and now i only mm. drink whole milk so it's like skim milk tastes like water minus mm, no this is really good though andy i mean seriously well yeah. thank you for enjoying it 100 percent look at this one 100 percent satisfying and sarah mm. what a treat for me this has been... I know he sees you probably all the time, but I never see you in, like, ever, I don't know, Ever. I've never... I uh, never, I, ever, I, I ever. probably never will again. That's why, I mean, you know... <laughs> well, if you, you stay for the show downstairs... It, you can listen to it later and uh, hear the part where you weren't here. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good and idea. now, just what a void was... There was just a hole in the yeah. side of the show. Oh, Doug, that's not true, and you know Well, it. listen to it. No. Yeah, it was, it was bad. Jesus, Doug. <laughs> I'm sitting right here. I'm just trying to make her feel better. It is true, though. nobody's going to miss it for a second. Um, I have a plug. Huh? I have a plug. Really? Well, kind of, because, um, you know, we're, we're gearing up for January 10th for Kathy to have her um, second uh, season at, at the Kathy show mm-hmm. on Bravo. And um, we're doing it live now. And uh, Oh, so you're going to tell people how they can come watch it? Oh, my God. She's doing her TV show live? Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, there'll be a, you know, and, and, delay, seven-second delay. Well, yeah, except for we were talking about that, and it's really not going to... She's probably not going to try not... She's going to try not to swear, probably, because we found out that this weird delay can actually take out a sentence, maybe, so the joke could be lost. Mm. That's yeah, something yeah. we've been talking about. But Smart. but she's really switched things up a lot. And anyway, uh, we have, for our first show, we have Liza Minnelli, and we have... Wow. Uh, um, uh, Jane um, Lynch and we have Lisa Kudrow. It's gonna be super Holy fun. Holy shit! That's great. So January tenth to watch it. That's gonna be great. Her. Oh, you're telling everybody to watch it on TV. Yes, yes. Okay. No, Her, she, yeah, they'll, they'll all come see it already. Commercial pro- with the that's like the Calvin Klein. Yeah, is that great? She looks. It's so good, and she looks phenomenal. She's uh, she's a complete pleasure to be around. She. Have you dropped my name yet? Of course. What'd she say? Oh my god! How was he doing? <laughs> good, good. Well, I'll have to come she around has a, She <laughs> yeah. She, I thought I was on the, you know, not on the outs I don't with her, think but she's, she's, you know. She's, everybody's on the outs with her at certain points, and then she's, and then you're and not cool until again. you're not. Yeah, all right. 
Until yeah, she retweets you and you know you're okay I, w- I would think that she's, yeah, that kind of person where she probably doesn't even realize she's on the outs, maybe. What? I don't know. Is that true or no? She's the outs maker. Oh, she's all about, I've decided this person <laughs> oh. is out. I am <laughs> I not, this is not my friend anymore. Still, she drops a asking, hammer. She's been asking me about everybody. Yeah, because she dropped a hammer on most of us. Oh, and then maybe now she realizes. I was wondering where everybody went. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but, you know, she's still, some of... Some of my her responses mutual friends are... with her have been cons- fairly consistent with her. You know, my friend Tall John was, you know, uh, pretty good friends with mm. her. Well, oh, what do well, I know? I don't know where that's at. I thought it was chocolate and it was kale, so I was like, <laughs> surprised. Yeah, me. that's going to be a surprising taste. Oh, my God, but I love them all together, too. Chocolate and kale. Like I just had, like, the salty kale. Salty and chocolate. Oh, oh my God. Salty kale in dark chocolate. It might be hard, kind of hard to coat because it's so fragile, but yes. He'll figure it out. You can just make dark chocolate and roll it in salty kale. Yeah. Yeah. So a couple of times recently I've had um, a caramel shake where they put like a uh, sprinkle extra big salt on the top. Yeah. Like little, yeah, caramel so and salt. Good. That's like at um, so Mozart. Uh, yeah, they that, do. That uh, pudding thing? The butterscotch mm-hmm. potato. Yeah. 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 Holy, it is ridiculous. <laughs> What is it? What what's it called again? The butterscotch budino. Oh, budino. Mm-hmm. I thought you said Medina. I thought it was like a relative of the funky cold Medina. <laughs> That's um, all right. I did all of my plugs. Is, is there anything you need to plug, Sarah? No, mm-hmm. I got nothing. Sarah K. Silverman on Twitter. Follower for jokes and. Oh, that's right. I'm so stupid. You always put up a link I'm whenever about, you have I'm a new on video tour. or something. You're, when are you going on yeah, tour? Yeah, I'll just tweet it. In the um, spring. Yeah, like okay, probably good. March and or April. Mm, okay. Little rooms, little, little rooms. That's nice. Charge like a couple thousand to get in? <laughs> no, I'm just not really going to make money Raise from some money it, for, but I'm getting ready for a Hillary special. in 2016? Oh, oh, you're good. getting ready oh. to do a special oh, wear. That's, that's, that's a plug. I'm hoping to do it at the um, Bell House. Nice. In Brooklyn. Yeah. Very good. That's a, I always that's hear great dream. things about that place. I love yeah. that. All right, well, all my tour dates are at douglasmovies.com. Wind Attack on Twitter to follow Andy Windack. And Please do. thank you mm-hmm. so much again for, so much, to Andy. both of you for Might being be here. Might be the best, best meal of my life. <laughs> it's wow. really good. That's awesome. Uh, and, uh, and Karen, thank you for being here. Oh, thank you for calling me. <laughs> thank you for coming. Yeah, thank you for coming. <laughs> you, were just, you were just like, oh, just have fun. Well, I'm going to the store. Do? I don't want to ruin her food. <laughs> no, but it, see how... Great. It, it all worked out. out. It would have worked out even better if you just drove over here. Make the damn kid come. Oh, my God. Make him face up to his fear. And, his fear. And, he was here before. Yeah. And he would have really died because when we do go see Wreck-It Ralph, he would have been yeah. so excited. And don't but. worry about what shirt you're wearing. This is a podcast. I'm not wearing a meat shirt to a vegan. I'm not like a she offended by me. Yeah, she's and not even really a vegan. She's I a like vegetarian. to think of my guests. And I do things like I think of guests and whatnot. Oh, that's good. Well, think of how the guests would like you to be here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had to drop him off anyway. So I probably wouldn't have. I would probably wore the meat shirt with my you, jacket If you would have brought him right now, he would be fine. Because I know. Sarah, oh, get him Sarah away. would be so nice to him in You're a way. You're a kid-friendly, aren't you, Sarah? Freak you like the kids. Yeah. kids. yeah, but she treated him like a normal person. Well, no. That's what's so cool. No, I'd be like, upset on me. She'd be like, what's wrong with you? Quit being a weirdo. Quit acting like you're homeschooled. He's not homeschooled, is he? No. Sounds like he is. <laughs> He's getting a guitar for Christmas. Too. What? Oh. He doesn't know yet? Yeah. He All won't right. listen to this. Mm. Oh, good. I think it's going to be a fun one. 
Oh. A fun Christmas? A f- yeah, a fun present, you know, because you have it, like, out and, it's, like, the bow on it and stuff. It'll it's going to cool be neat hearing him, those, those first, you know, first attempts no, he, at playing. No, it. he knows. He already knows how to play? Oh, he's good. Yeah. Where, what, like, a school guitar? A school guitar? Dad's guitar? Who has a guitar that he's playing? I play guitar. You do? Yeah. He's that. using my guitar, so he's using. It's kind of like embarrassing. It's like, hey, I like that te- Telecaster. Yeah, he's like, oh, it's my mom's. <laughs> so he's got his own guitar now. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll I'll check in with you Send about that war. in the uh, new year, in mm. in twenty uh, Baker's dozen. You no, know, oh, I got to tell you real fast. Okay. Mm-hmm. We went to our neighbors and serenaded. All them right, last we're out of night. time. <laughs> <laughs> we serenaded him. He played. We, he brought the caroling. Guitar. You went caroling. We went caroling, but like this. There's this little Santa we have where you press his finger and it goes. <laughs> Is that what you want for Christmas? Wow. So, <laughs> amazing Santa. Is so, it Billy Bob Thornton? It's so funny. So it does another one of those every time. So we play, we go ding, 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 ding. Is that what you want for Christmas? I'm sorry, but that's my kind of humor. You did that for the neighbors? Yes. <laughs> did they laugh? Yes. They, they always enjoyed it? They were dying laughing. And what does the voice sound like? Does it sound like a real Santa? He goes, ho, ho, ho. Is that what you love for Christmas? Oh, you left out the ho, ho, ho. Part. Well, he does all that kind of, you know, different ways he says it. Sure, sure. I don't see Sarah cracking up over it. You know what? Um. <laughs> she's thinking about some text she has to write. Um, yeah. And she's also trying to eat every last drop of chocolate and I kale. I think for a, a mother and son venture out on Christmas uh, week. I love that. Yeah. yeah. It's oh. great. You gotta, you gotta switch it up a little. No, it's a good Easter thing my mom always did for Easter, even though, you know, I'm Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we didn't grow up. I mean, we grew up in... You were around know. a bunch of people. They were yeah. celebrating it. So, so my mom, you know, cause so the, but my mom had the coolest thing for Easter. This is great. You're going to love this. She would hide jelly bellies all over the house, like in plain <laughs> sight on like like colored things. <laughs> And you go through and you you buy, you find a million of them, but you still can never find them all. So all through the year, you'll be somewhere and be like, oh, my God, is that a brown jelly belly on the piano or whatever? That's a nice mom. Yeah, it's fun. No, that's it's a, a good one. Fun game. That's a great fun game. Hide, like hide and play inside. I'm doing it. I'm stealing it. That's great. Yeah. It's really good. All right. Sorry. All right. That's it. That's we all. did it. Oh, my God. that Those kale chips. <laughs> That's your number one on the on the uh, list of delights. The kale chips, they're so pretty good. So hard. Every single thing was amazing. Yeah, absolutely amazing. Yeah, vegan burger. Mm-hmm. Huh? Never wanted a nap more in my life. Right now. <laughs> yeah, we gotta go. That's what. Yeah, good thing you're doing another podcast right it's now. It's weird mm-hmm. what I do. Yeah, I, it's kind of a sleepy edition of my show when I do it right after this one because uh, it is uh, the energy is weird. I'll go outside and reboot. Got a few, go got a few minutes before we have, we have a, to start. We have this show right now. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's published. It. Published. It starts at four twenty, but we start at four thirty. Uh, Give everybody that. Well, chance. it's only four fifteen. Uh, Give everybody so. that chance to step outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is. Uh, I- I'm delighted that we're ending just in time for me to go. This was spectacular. Go have a four twenty break. Mm-hmm. Karen Anderson, Andy Windack, Sarah Silverman, Katie Money. I'm Doug Benson, and. Uh, Bon Appetit, bon appetit. Mother Effers. <laughs> Mother Effers. <laughs> Snow peas, brie cheese, our plates are clean. We dined with Doug and Karen. I like Donnie.
said mommy. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 